Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another interview that we have here on the Cover 7 podcast. And guys, in today's interview, we're going to be joined by Kansas State defensive lineman Jace Fryson. Jace, thank you for coming on today, my guy. I'm super excited to have you on and, you know, learn a little bit more about you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So thank you for having me. Hey, absolutely. Now, Jace, before we do start talking a little bit about, you know, you ultimately deciding to go to Kansas State, your playing career, you know, so far with the Wildcats, yep. I want to ask you a little bit, you know, where are you from, how you got into football, why you got into football, you know, just some of the little details about yourself. Yeah, of course. So, um, so originally I was actually born um, in Manhattan, right across from the uh, football field there. So, so you literally were made to be a Wildcat. I don't mean uh, to interrupt yeah, you, but no, you were literally no. made to be a Wildcat. Oh, I'm just getting started. Don't worry. <laughs> so I <laughs> gotcha. uh, was born there. I uh, lived the first three years of my life in Manhattan. Um, and then I moved up to KC here. Um, and I went to Piper, Piper School District. So me and Cooper Beebe, Cooper's actually my roommate, uh, are starting – like left guard right now, right guard. Me and Cooper were in kindergarten together. I always grew up with Cooper. He's an All-American right now, you know, super cool. Grew up with him, had him in kindergarten class, like I said, grew up all together, best friends. And then I moved uh, down the road to our rival school, uh, Baser. And I went to fifth grade to through high school at Baser. And then uh, I got the opportunity to, to play at K-State. So um, and that in itself was a, I mean, a whirlwind of a story that I can go into if you want me to. Um, but talking about made to be a, a wildcat. So my, my, Great grandpa played football at K State. My grandpa played football at K State. My mom threw track and field, threw a disc and shot at K State. Uh, one of my cousins, John McGraw, played at K State and then went to the league, played at the Jets, Lions, and Chiefs. And then my other cousin, Tomasi, played with Coach Klein and uh, won a Big 12 championship and played at K State. And then there's me. So. Man, so you literally bleed the color purple. I mean, like you just talked about, your mom did track at K-State. A lot of your family yep. members played football at K-State. So I'm just guessing, you know, by the time, you know, you were growing up and everything like that, y'all were definitely diehard Wildcats, you know, don't like the Jayhawks, anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, red and blue is, is not, a, not a good topic in the freezing household. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a long line of uh, purple, definitely. And, I, I mean, I've been so blessed. Uh to be, I mean, I have pictures of me and my, my grandpa's arms. Um, actually, my mom, she, she, my mom was a teacher too in the Manhattan area when I was younger, and uh, she has pictures of one of her students. He ended up playing at K State, and picture of me. I'm a couple months old. I'm in my cousin's arms, and then um, my cousin John's arms on the field, and then uh, one of her, her uh, classmates, or not classmates, students, I guess, uh, who played at K State. I'm in his arms too. So I got pictures of me, you know, a couple months old down on the field and stuff. So bred to be a wildcat, man. Hey, well, that's amazing. I love hearing those like homegrown stories and everything like oh, yeah. that. You know, the rich history that y'all have, you know, being involved mm -hmm. with K-State. So, so Jace, let me ask you, you know, when you first started playing football and, you know, everybody, you know, everybody I talk to, I like to just kind of ask them this question because I've had offensive linemen guys tell me they were quarterbacks. I've had quarterbacks yep. tell me they were, you know, safeties and everything like that. So, you know, for you, Jace, when you did first start playing football, what was your uh, original position you had, you played? So guess this. So here I wasn't, I was, uh, I was kind of hesitant to play team sports when I was younger. So I go out and my dad's telling me, okay, go up for football, go up for football. So I'm going out for football. And I remember coach, one of the first days of practice, he goes, you know, if you want to, what, whatever position you want to go, go to these different stations. And I had right for the running back station, man. I'm ready. I'm be an all-star running back. Well, comes weigh-ins the following week. And you know how when you're younger and, you know, you got the weight sticker, you're too heavy to carry the ball. Yeah. Well, I was too heavy. So I was on the D-line. So I, I've been man. a defensive end since I can remember. Um, but then I picked up long snapping actually in little league. That's what my dad said. That's how he lettered in high school um, as a freshman. And that's what allowed me to letter as a freshman in high school. Uh, I got the long snapping position 
as a freshman in high school. So that's what allowed me to long, uh, uh, kind of pursue my career. And that's actually kind of what got me at K-State. Um, originally, I was kind of coming in as a long snapper. I was going to gray shirt. And then uh, one of our defensive ends, I think at the time, he had a bad ankle sprain before fall camp when I got called up and got told, all right, you're going to play D-end. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. And so that was a real blessing kind of in disguise. So kind of my little bit of journey of how I got to K-State too. So it was kind of cool. Hey, no, that's what, that's, that's definitely what's up. So, so you know, you made the transition now, originally wanted to be a running back. Now they put you on, you know, the big boy side and everything yep. like that. So I'm guessing throughout your entire high school career, you played defensive end and did some long snapping as well. Yeah, yeah. So I started as a, a defensive end for us. Um, and uh, I think I, so I, I played a little bit my sophomore year. I was in the rotation. I started as a junior, started as a junior, and then – I think it'd be my senior year. I also started and then uh, long snapping. Like I said, I started as a, as a true freshman or no, I guess not a true freshman in high school, but as a freshman in high school, which is pretty, pretty sweet to be able to say I was able to do. Oh yeah. No, that's, I mean, that definitely, no matter what state you're in or everything like that down here in Texas, I mean, it's pretty much like you've got to be the next, you know, great at your position. If you start on varsity, especially as a freshman. Oh yeah. So, so, um, you know, for you, Jace, during your um, collegiate career, or not collegiate career, during your um, high school career and everything like that, were you ever really heavily recruited, or would you say you kind of were, you know, overlooked a little bit? Um, you know, I always look back to my recruiting, and that's probably, I mean, if I could tell any high school uh, kids, or I mean, even college kids, maybe from the portal, I mean, you probably had success if you're in the college portal, but, you know, for me, that was the most stressful time of my football career, was trying to figure out where I was wanting to go, especially as a kid who, you know, kind of, as you know, I wanted to go to K-State, you know, hell or high water. And so, um, for me, I felt like I was kind of, I was an under the radar kid. I had D2 offers. I had some, uh, FCS offers. Um, and then I was, I was pretty heavily recruited by a couple of the Ivy league schools that I went and visited. And I was really debating on possibly going to one of the Ivy league schools at one point. Uh, and then, you know, K-State, I finally got the call, got our recruiting coordinator, uh, Taylor Bratt kind of gave me the call and, you know, said I had a walk on opportunity and I, I took that and ran with it. I couldn't even imagine I mean, if you want to talk a little bit about when you got that call, because I can only imagine, especially you growing up, going to games, you know, your whole family went to KSU and now, you know, you get an offer to be able to go play at Kansas State. So if you don't mind, talk to us a little bit about, you know, kind of how that story went and everything like that. Oh, I could. I, I remember the exact spot I was at. I remember to a T, man. So I was, uh, <laughs> was actually in our JV locker room and I, I've been. Uh, it's in the middle of the day class, you know, I get a, I get a text from my Instagram DM, or I think it was a text maybe from our uh, recruiting coordinator. And he's like, Hey, so, you know, we got a spot for you. Um, I'm going to, you know, you can commit now or, you know, whatever, but we got a spot for you. And I was like, okay, you're joking me, man. So I, you know, I text him back. I was like, okay, when can I post that I committed and all this other stuff. And I was in the JV locker room. I remember taking a video and I remember telling myself, I was like, all right, man, like you did it. You know, you're there, but now you're going to finish it. You got to get there and you got you know, to finish on good terms, finish it out, you know, do everything you can. So I remember that I remember that day, that moment. It was like, oh, just you made it in a sense, but like it, it just just beyond, you know, all the hard work and workouts and games and everything that I had here in college before me. So hey, I got you. I got you. Now, also, I got to ask you this. How did your parents react when you told them that you were going to be, you know, become a wildcat? Oh gosh. So, I mean, obviously my mom, <laughs> my mom and dad are both alums. My dad, he, my dad played uh, basketball at a smaller um, NAIA school here in Kansas. And then he went, ended up coming to K-State uh, first degree. So everybody had gone here. And man, I, I think one of the few times I've seen my dad, my dad cry was when I told him that. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that was a good, that's amazing, that was a good time. And, 
my mom too. I mean, I think everybody's ecstatic. Uh, everybody across the whole family when they found out was, was pretty pumped. So, uh, yeah, it was definitely a moment where, you know, you come home, you're pretty proud being able to say, all right, I'm going to be carrying on the purple and the white coming out. So it was a pretty cool experience. Definitely. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, now you're committed to Kansas state, you know, at, at, at this time and everything like that. So let's kind mm-hmm. of flash forward a little bit and let's go to your freshman year, actually, you know, when you're at Kansas mm-hmm. state and you redshirted this year, correct? Yeah. My freshman year. Yeah. So, Obviously, being redshirted years not or being yeah you know being redshirted it's not the end of the world. I know there's always this kind of stigma behind oh, it yeah. where it's like okay, well you need to train, especially nowadays, right? It's more of you get oh, redshirted, yeah. you know you're never going to be able to play, just transfer out and everything like that. But for you, Jace, you know obviously you stuck it out and continued mm-hmm. to grind, and obviously it worked out for you pretty well. But if, yeah. you know looking back now at your freshman year, you know what are some things you take away from being redshirted and being given you know extra time to develop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, especially at K State. Um, to anybody listening as a future recruit, man, if you're trying to go somewhere where, you know, you're going to excel, they're going to make you a great young man. They're going to really, you know, I don't know, just develop you not only as a football player, but as a person, K-State's the place. So uh, coming to my freshman year, you know, as a walk-on and then also um, being somebody who's, you know, a freshman, not going to probably play. So I got called up. Everybody else reported in that, that, that summer coming in. They reported at the beginning of the summer, had summer workouts, and then you go to fall camp and then the season starts. Well, I got called up right before fall camp. So I didn't get any workouts with the team or anybody. I didn't know anybody hardly except for Cooper, uh, my you know roommate now and buddy back from elementary. And so I get thrown up there and I get thrown into the thick of it. So it's my freshman year. You know, I'm not expecting to play. I'm not expecting much. I get thrown into this stuff. And uh, I come in and man, that, that freshman year, I just, I can't, I'm, I can't explain how much I developed as a player and started to understand the game so much more, even with that limited amount of time that I, I guess kind of missed in the summer, not even being able to develop my body like some of the other guys. And it was surreal. I think that's the best word to put, best way to describe it. You know, coming in as a 17, 18 year old kid and going up against, 24 year old grown men in, in fall camp <laughs> yeah. who have been playing football, you know, the past eight, you know, six or seven years. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, in that freshman year, I kind of was able to find my niche, um, just being vocal in that, that freshman class, kind of trying to put myself as a leader in that freshman class uh, uh, that I came in with and, and just, I don't know, work, working hard and, and showing that you care, I think really, really is what got instilled to me in that freshman year is hard work can definitely pay off and that's kind of when I was able to get some opportunities in the following year to play so yeah hey hey, definitely definitely now Jace also too I got to ask you because always your freshman year is always going to end up being one of the most memorable memorable ones you have Mm -hmm. so during you know your freshman season and everything like that for you what was your most memorable you know moment whether it was during a game or just off the field practice anything like that (laughs) you know what was your most memorable uh, moment that you had during your freshman season Oh, wow. I can give you about 17 off the top of my head right now. <laughs> um, uh, wow. I'd say if you're talking game-wise, um, tw- that 2019 year, which was my freshman year, that was when OU was ranked five with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I remember oh, watching that game. No, I, was, I, I didn't mean yep. to interrupt you, but I was just no, about to say, I remember good. watching that game because everybody had y'all counted out, right? Because you had C.D. Yep. Lamb, Jalen Hurts. You had uh, – um, Gosh, who else did that, they that, that offense was absurd. Uh, Grant Calcaterra, I think they still yep. had two. So, I mean, mm-hmm. y'all, I mean, y'all were absolutely counted out, like, you know, and rightfully so because that team was so stacked. But, 
you know, you, you could tell the rest, obviously, from a player oh, perspective because it's a lot different from watching it on TV and everything Oh, 100%. Like that. So me, little freshman walk-on Jace, um, I'm in the locker room pregame, and I don't know if you had uh, – Trey Deshaun, who would have been a captain that year, he's number 99, big D tackle for us. I remember in the locker room before the game, he's saying, you know, these dudes are no different than us. Just go out and play. Just go out and play. And so I'm thinking, like, I mean, I'm not going to play. I'm just, you know, holding my role on the sideline as a little glorified cheerleader. But that <laughs> game. The Cowboys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that game against OU when they were ranked number fifth – or ranked number five. Uh, oh, gosh, I still have an image shared in my mind. Uh, one of my good buddies, uh, Wyatt Hubert, he went to the league and played. Uh, he was drafted from K-State, defensive end. Um, I still remember there was a play where Jalen Hurts is down on – I think it would have been their, been their 40 – or no, our 40. They're getting ready to get, getting ready to score, and uh, Wyatt comes off the edge, and he's chasing Jalen Hurts down. He just barely gets the ball off, and Wyatt just drills him from behind. And I remember looking into Wyatt's eyes. He was turning that corner, man. It was like – it was like a lion hunt and a gazelle. Like he was coming after that dude, man. It was, I don't know. I just, I always remember that. And then um, Mo Bamba got played at the end of the game when we were up, right when the game's about to get over. And I just oh, remember the man. place going crazy. And then since I've been at K-State, the, sto- the field's been stormed twice. It was that game, getting to be a part of that, which is super cool. And then this year when we beat Okie State. And uh, being a freshman, getting to be a part of the, the, sto- uh, the field getting stormed was was insane uh words can't even describe it you got you know random people coming up oh can i get a picture with you can i get a picture with you and they don't even know who you are like i didn't even play dude like why are you trying to get a picture with me? But, uh, like, <laughs> yeah yeah, no, yeah of course yeah so uh yeah that was it that was a crazy year that was it was uh that freshman year is definitely memorable and then getting experience of bowl as a freshman is pretty special i mean you know there's programs that you could be there all four years five years six years and you might not ever go to a bowl and being a true freshman be able to go to a bowl game was pretty pretty uh I'd say privileged. I feel really privileged to be able to be a part of a team, you know, that was able to do that and not every uh, team gets to do that. So I was very thankful and uh, gracious uh, when it comes to that. So that was pretty cool too. Yeah, no, especially, and, you know, also in that game too, that's kind of when uh, Skyler, he decided to, you know, really emerge yeah. himself as one of the best quarterbacks in the Big 12, which yeah. it was really cool just seeing, you know, that veteran presence and him being composed. And, you know, when y'all faced adversity, you didn't let down and, Obviously, when obviously when y'all had the gas pedal down to the floor, you definitely did not let go of it for sure. No, so. no, no. But um, so that's cool. You know, your freshman year, one definitely for the ages, y'all go in or you didn't go in, but you know, at <laughs> home, you up you upset a top five Oklahoma team, which is almost very unheard of, especially for a lot of smaller programs like my yeah. team, TCU, obviously hey. K State. Yep. Trust me, we'll we'll get into the pain that ensued, you oh. know, in in December for my team. Now for y'all, it's a little bit different, but yep. you know. But um, but anyway, Jay. So you know, your freshman year is gone. You're going into your sophomore year. You know, talk us through a little bit about because that was the COVID season, right? Your sophomore yeah. year was. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. So that that COVID year, man. Um, and you could ask any college athlete. That was probably one of the toughest. That was one of the toughest years of, of football in my entire life. Um, my sophomore year of high school is when I decided, like, you know what, I want to play college football. It's probably my most fun year of high school football. My most fun year of football in general is this past year for me. But if I, if I were to tell you the worst year of football I've ever experienced, it would be that 2020 year. Um, not because of the culture problem, you know, there's no culture problem at K-State, not like, cause you know, how the season went, the record or anything. It was just everything that came with how the COVID season went, you know, it was like as athletes, um, you're, you have a very regimented schedule. You kind of know what you're going to get each day. You know, you come in, you get your lift, breakfast, you know, treatment, uh, practice, film, you know, film, all that other stuff. You know pretty much what you're going to do every day. 
COVID was like, it was a, whew, every day you didn't know what was going to happen. Um, I remember a day in fall camp that COVID year. Um, I think there were maybe some positives at some point. So like the schedule had to change and, you know, as a player and, you know, fall camp's arguably one of the toughest times on your body, just physically and mentally, because it's, you know, go, go, go football in the hottest part of the year and not knowing, you know, when something's going to happen. It just, it, it was, it was bad. You had to split up, we had to split up the locker rooms because of, you can't have so many people in confined spaces, you're in meetings with masks on. And it was just, it was wild. But that was the first year that I got to uh, actually play on the field. I was on the field goal unit against Oklahoma. We went down to beat Oklahoma uh, second time in a row there uh, against them. I think they, they might have been ranked at the time. Um, they were oh. – I'm, I'm looking at the thing right now. They were ranked actually number three at the time when y'all beat them. Oh, so, wow. wow. So, yeah, that was I – don't, I don't know what it is, man. I mean, if you can give some insight on it, I don't know what y'all have on uh, Oklahoma, whether it's like it's, signs it's, or it, – No, it's, 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 <laughs> no it's nothing special. I just – I don't know. I feel like – I mean, since Coach – I don't even know, man. It's like it's just crazy, Coach Coach Kleiman. I don't know if it's luck of Coach Kleiman or I, I I don't know. But I was in the field goal unit for that game, and that was my first start. And I had one job, kind of on field goal. And as the game went on, I wasn't really doing it very well. And luckily, I had a, a good teammate next to me on the game winning field goal. I was kind of lax on my job, and that was kind of a rude awakening that meeting following that. But uh, Ooh, I had a I had yeah. a I had a teammate pick up for me. He did the job. I mean, being out there for that game winning field goal against OU, seeing that ball go through those uprights, man, that was that's something that's always gonna be like seared in my mind whenever I think about my my playing career. Uh, and being able to have your first start ever, and you know the palace and the prairie, uh, Gaylord. Stadium, I think family stadiums they have. Yeah, that, but yeah. Be it, being able to play there, man, like historic, good program and everything. Being that your first college start, like <sighs> crazy, yeah, crazy. That's one. That's one atmosphere definitely to kick off. You know, you, oh. you're like your actual playing career in college. Oh, yeah, gosh. that's and, man, that's and to think COVID was that year, so there's not as many people in the stands. And I don't know if you've ever been to an OU game, but they do the the, the half the half the stadium will chant Boomer, yeah, and the other side sooner. will chant Sooner, yeah. And you know, there's hardly anybody in there, and it was loud when they were doing that pregame. And I remember looking around, I was like, man, like that might have been the 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 best one other than K State's crowd. That might have been one of the better away crowds that COVID year, I would say. Hey, but, I got you. Uh, I got you. Yeah, definitely. no, it was it was good. And then later on in that, so obviously you know hard you know. Through and through, K State kid always wanted to play KU, and so I'm getting getting ready to play KU that year. Yeah, y'all just, yeah, y'all y'all definitely didn't take it easy on KU in that COVID no, season. No, no, <laughs> no, not at all. And definitely. so me, little little uh, sophomore, or I guess it'd be true freshman year, or whatever it'd be, my second year. And uh, I'm thinking, okay, if we get up by enough, I'm gonna get in the game. You know, like I'm I'm getting in the game. So it's the Friday meetings before the Saturday, you know, game on Saturday. It's Friday meetings, and I'm sitting in the special teams meeting. And the thing in COVID, it was kind of funny because anytime a, a GA would pop their head into a big special, a big meeting, somebody knew like, okay, somebody's getting popped. Like, you know, somebody has COVID, they tested positive because we get tested I think three times a week. And I it wasn't you. like the, you know, it wasn't you know spit or anything. It was you know, you got the tube four and a half inches up your nose, swabbing around, getting brain chunks and coming back down. So that was Oh really yeah, funny. yeah, I know I know exactly what you're talking about. Those tests, man, yeah. I I dreaded those every time I had to take one. Yeah, so it was that three times a week and so we would test on it would be either Friday morning or Thursday evening before and they'd get the results and we're in that meeting on Thursday or on Friday and I'm sitting there and a GA pops in and you know you kind of look around like oh who's gonna get you know tossed out and next thing you know he walks down my aisle and I'm like oh okay it can't be me 
walks past everybody, comes to me and goes, all right, Jace, we're going to step outside. And man, I, <laughs> I about lost it. Cause then all my buddies, all my buddy, my, my other friend at the time, he was a walk on um, defensive end. We came in together and he, he actually got scholarship. He's had a big role this year. Uh, Brendan Mott, um, mm. Mott got to play in the game and a couple of my buddies did. I was like, man, like if I would have been there, I could have played in the KU game. Like I was, I was down bad. Uh, it was, it was bad. I, I, all the games I want to play, the KU game is the one I wanted to play in. So man, that kind of, kind of stuck about the COVID season, but yeah. Man, I mean, I can, I mean, that, that, that kind of sums up like the whole, that whole COVID era oh, pretty God. much as a whole, because I mean, it's like, okay, yeah, you're starting to get a little bit better sudden disappointment and obviously for you mm. being one of the biggest rivalries you have in your family obviously playing you know your arch rival KU definitely sucked the fact that you weren't able to actually be there in that environment but luckily enough the following year it got a little bit easier you know full crowds yep. are back and everything like that so if you don't mind Jace talk to us a little bit about you know how your um 2021 campaign went for you 2021 so that would have been yeah okay so that would have been we started off the year I think playing would have been FCS no, that was the game. We started off playing Stanford down in uh, Dallas. Yeah, in, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that was insane. Getting to go play in Jerry World. So uh, my senior year of high school, I had the opportunity to play in the USA game, you know, and they played down in, uh, you know, Cowboy Stadium. And I turned that I turned that up to play basketball because I, so, I was so committed to our high school basketball team, and I kind of kicked myself for not playing that. I was like, you know, I'm never going to go down to the Cowboy Stadium. Well, sure enough, I've played in the Cowboy Stadium now two times in my life. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was super cool. Got started off there, man. We kind of rolled through. I don't say we rolled through, but it felt like we were rolling through Stanford to start that year off. Um, that was really good. That was my. Uh, I didn't play in that game. Played another game that we played in Nevada, and I got to play in the Nevada game as a defensive end. That was my first time actually getting in as a defensive end. It was that third year I got to play? Um, I had a sack or half sack in that game, I believe. Um, and that was super cool to <laughs> be able to like, that was one of my goals coming to college. I was like, you know, if you're going to play defensive end, man, you got to gotta record a sack or something and being able to get that. That was pretty sweet. Kind of cap off that game a little bit. Um, played a little bit in that game. Then we went to, man, we, oh my gosh. This was the year that Felix went off against you guys since TCU. Oh yeah, I was, yeah. I was I was I was about to talk. I was about to ask you about Felix in a little bit, but since you just brought it up, yeah, 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 talk, yeah. So kind of going through nah, the. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just a little bit of pain, but um. Anyways, you know, for you, Jace, being in you know the same position room as a guy yeah. like Felix, you know what what's he like? Because obviously he's a great person, and obviously oh, yeah. an even better player. So you know, talk a little bit about Felix, man, King Fee. Uh, so Felix, man, he's. Gosh, I remember when he came in. If you see some recruiting pictures, everybody kind of in the K State fan base kind of makes he fun was, of him. He was he was What's super water, skinny, man? right? Yeah, like, oh, he was dude, super he, skinny, right? He originally came in like I think so. He was recruited at like two ten, and then when he committed, he came in at like two. He came in at two thirty or something like that. I got man, you. that dude now he's like two fifty five, two sixty. I mean, he can fluctuate weight, man. That he's built. I mean, pure muscle. Uh, but yeah, Felix is going off that game, and um, <laughs> I so I mean I don't want to be the one who claims that I started King Felix, but. If you go back to the original picture when Felix is getting, you know, all the sacks comes over the sideline, I'm the one putting the crown on his head. I believe it was my tweet was the first one that said King Fee. But I don't know. Oh, I don't want to be the one shoot. that says it, you know. Hey, but, you, might uh, need get, you might need to get a trademark here soon, man. <laughs> <yeah>. hey, <laughs> you might uh, need to talk with Felix about getting a little yeah, bit of a cut yeah, out of that. Yeah, I might. But, yeah, no, that was an amazing game getting to watch Felix, dude. Just it was like just sack after sack. And it was right before halftime too. He had two in a row and it was, it sucked because they ended up kind of taking away, I think 
two of his sacks, so he didn't end up breaking the record. He had, I think it was four in a game is what they wrote him down for, but it would have been technically six. But what happened was two of them were strip sacks. And since the strip sack, with the strip sack, the ball fumbled and went forward past the line of scrimmage and then was recovered. Since it technically the play ends in a game, they can't count it as a sack. Man, that's... So he got, yeah, so I say he had six. So I say he broke the record and, uh, yeah, it was crazy. It's super cool. And he's he's a super down-to-earth guy, super nice dude. Uh, wish everything best luck to him going to the league this year. Um, just a freak athlete, man. Kid who works hard, too. Kept his nose down. And, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a great teammate. So blessed to have him in our room, too. Really knowledgeable about the game. Can bend. Really great pass rusher. Uh, I mean, if you talk about it, if you th- if you look at it, the, the K State's defensive ends room has been been stacked the past few years. You had Khalid Duke playing defensive end uh, COVID year, and originally playing defensive end, and went to Sam Backer this year. Um, obviously Felix, and you got Nate Matlack from up here in KC, really talented uh, edge rusher, and can play the run really well. Same with Brennan Mott, earning a scholarship playing man. He bowled out last spring ball. Uh, just some dudes. Cody Stuffelbean, he's got the nickname Bam Bam in our defensive rims room because he. <laughs> you know he's, he's got to be good, man. When you get uh, the when you get the nickname Bam Bam, he's, he's he's the kid who has no drip whatsoever. He goes out in his game pants, his cleats, and his shoulder pads, and that is it. And, uh, oh he's just, man, no! He's country boy, strong. You know, can just throw dudes around. So that's why Coach Coach uh, Wyatt, our position coach, he's nicknamed him Bam Bam. So, uh, but yeah, just some dudes in our room, and then we got younger guys that are really developing really well too. That. It's just, I don't know. I, I really love the culture at K-State. That's another reason I love selling K-State is just the culture there is amazing. Um, I mean, if I ever wanted to leave, I don't think I could just because of the, the pe- people I know I'd be leaving. So, Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But that, that 2021 year was amazing. Really, really cool experience. Getting to finish it off playing LSU in the Texas Bowl. Um, getting to go down there. Uh, pre-game, they have a little rodeo with some different events kind of. And whoever wins the rodeo usually wins the game, and LSU beat us by one event. So we ended up winning the game, though, so that's what matters. But uh, that was a really cool experience, too. Yeah, I remember, I remember that bowl game solely for the fact that I think LSU had a wide receiver starting at quarterback in that yes, game, if I remember did. properly. Yes, they did. It was, <laughs> I'm like, it was, Kansas uh, State's about to rip them, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I mean, it's not going to be fair. It was, it was rough. And being, I mean, I wouldn't say we're a smaller school. I mean, we're, I'd say we're a top-tier program now this past, this past year. I'd say it would really prove that. But, man, it seems like announcers just, they don't like the Big 12. And I know it's, hey, it's you, man. It's like I'm, you're playing I'm Bama, you're playing, you. you're playing Absolutely. Georgia, you hear nothing about them. Oh Nothing. no 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 not not one bit and you know you know real quick for all the people out there you know obviously the biggest thing for my team national championship that was yep, yep. De- definitely not a great game but when you look at what happened after our OC just suddenly leaves the Clemson oh, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say anything because Stetson Bennett went off I'll give him his flowers even though yep. he's about 35 and he's a 401k <laughs> established and everything like that he balled out but. I'm just saying that game might have been a little bit different, you know, also if Ohio State, you know, actually made a field goal too. But regardless, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right, though. I mean, it seems like announcers, they refuse to say one good word about Man. anything Big 12 related unless unless it's Texas and OU, unless exactly. it's either of those programs. Exactly. And that's where, I mean, that LSU game, my family, uh, some of my – extended family aunts uncles they were watching it was like man you guys are throttling them but they are not talking about you guys at all and that's like my biggest pet peeve is like put some respect on the big 12 like we can play you know like you said regardless of how the national championship game went whatever but 
hey, TCU was in the national championship. Like, you can't discredit that, you know? And so I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Jace, once we fired Coach P last year, I legitimately, I mean, I love Dykes, and I, you know, I went to a lot mm-hmm. of the spring practices and everything like that. And I'm like, okay, this team, nine and three, probably, you know, can compete at least for the Big 12. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't expect us to upset Michigan and then go on and play in the Natty, which is something we haven't done since literally back when, you know, horses and wagons were so oh, around. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but, but I mean, but, I mean, yeah, obviously, when y'all throttled LSU, the biggest thing that everybody's going to remember is, oh, LSU was injured. K-State yeah. got lucky, right? You know what I mean? Yep, yep, so, yep. But, obviously, yep. a great way to end the 2021 season. Coach Kleiman continues to, you know, jump up the ranks and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I personally love Coach Kleiman and what he's done for y'all because, I mean, he's got that underdog mentality. Now, yes, you, you know, when he's at North Dakota State, dude won, like, 17 national championships. But regardless, yeah. you know, an absolute, absolute amazing coach. And, I mean, you obviously know him personally because he's oh, your yeah. coach. Um, you know, going into the 2022 season, right, you got Felix in his prime. You got, obviously, Deuce Vaughn in his prime. You know, you went yeah. out and get Adrian Martinez, which, I mean, he, he was good when he played, but obviously Will Howard, he emerged as y'all's main guy. So talk to me a little bit about this 2022 season, because this was really magical for y'all, if you wanted to say. Like, I mean, this yeah. was really the season y'all asserted yourselves as a top-tier program in college football. Yeah, and so uh, speaking about that, the top-tier program, it was kind of funny at the bowl game. I think Coach Clement was being interviewed, and somebody was saying something along, oh, you know, how do you feel about these top-tier athletes or something like that? And Coach Clement was like, or top-tier teams. He goes, aren't we a top-tier team? And it was just kind of funny how he put that in there. But Coach Clement's an awesome dude, and I think he was kind of allowed us to make that run. Um, and that underdog mentality, man, we really took that heart-to-heart this year. Uh, right after that 2021 season, when we got back, you know, after Christmas break, just like what I'm about to go back here on, um, we got into the you know winter workouts, and our, our whole saying was, man, like we're going to a Big 12 championship. I mean, we started saying that back in July last year, um, and we knew it. And we, I mean, we worked, we worked hard. We worked in the weight room, worked in runs, spring ball, you know, off season, summer, and then you know fall camp, grinded it out, and then obviously the season got there, and it was like all that work that we put in, and it was like, all right, now it's time to go. And so uh, we had a, our, our strength staff. We got a new strength coach. Been COVID midway through COVID. Been that winter after COVID season. So very beginning of 2021, we would have, we got uh, Tremaine Carroll, uh, Coach True, and man, he has been. I would say he's a game changer, uh, just culture wise, and then his program for weights. Uh, he's an awesome man. Creates great good men. That's his first emphasis in the weight room. Man is we're going to be safe. And I'm going to create good men and. Uh, uh, I just I can't thank him enough for the credit of this whole season, my uh, playing time, my career here. I can't thank him enough for, but he really prepared us all leading up to this season. And then uh, you know we start the season, uh, beat South Dakota, hold them out to nothing, played a little end in that game, and then I started this year on uh, punt shield. So that's super fun playing left shield. Man, that's a stressful job a little bit, a lot of checks and different things for protection for punt, but I. I loved it, embraced that. That's kind of my roles on special teams this year. A little bigger role in special teams, I'd say. Uh, and then we rolled, uh, I think that second game was maybe Missouri, I believe. Oh, yeah, y'all killed and, Missouri because they played they played y'all up in Manhattan, man. if I remember. Oh, yeah. So Felix, Felix is from Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri. And growing up, he's a big Mizzou fan, and Mizzou didn't offer him. So that was a big I, game for Felix. Yeah, I, I, and, you, you, yeah, I could tell that would have. You could tell that game was personal for him, just the way he came off the line and was ripping. Th- I mean, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. So we, when we we were coming out for that game, and that ra- that game rained the whole time. We even had a rain delay, 
And that was, that's probably one of, I'm going to remember that game for the rest of my life. That's probably one of my favorite, just like feelings of a game ever. Holy moly. We came out there. I mean, it looked like, I don't, you know, I don't talk bad about any other team, but man, Mizzou looked like they were ready to go home when they saw, I mean, we got dudes jumping out in the rain, flying around, ready to play. It's like those dudes, I just, I didn't know if they wanted to be there, but then turn around next week and almost beat Georgia. Mizzou did, but uh, man, I'll, I'll always remember that game. Uh, that was a crazy game and almost hold them to nothing. And they kind of, went for some stuff at the end of the game, which whatever, but uh, then, oh God, I think it was Tulane was our next game, if I'm right. Yeah, because that was, that was y'all's, I think, only y'all's third loss, or that was y'all's first loss of the season. That was, first, yeah. that was our first loss of the season, yeah, so play a Tulane team, they came to K-State, and we knew they were going to be a good team, and uh, after we lost, man, everybody started counting us out, it's like, oh, K-State's losing Tulane, who's this team, and then, guess what, Tulane's playing a New Year's Six Bowl at the end of the year. And they um, end up upsetting USC. Yeah, you know, they, <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, right? right? So, it was like, I mean, that, that loss looked bad at the beginning, but, you know, towards the end of the year, kind of made sense but i mean that was a hard-nosed team they, they had dudes their quarterback i think was a third or fourth year starter there a really really good athlete good good guy um so that was you know it's kind of a rude awakening for us we're like all right you know hey we're playing we're here to play and uh at that at that time uh i think that was when marty was like all right uh, adrian sorry okay. martinez he kind of was like like you know what Uh, that was a cool game. Um, yeah, cr- just crazy atmosphere. And especially, I-, I love away games, man. Just seeing other like campuses and, you know, fields and stuff, but also the crowds, man. K-State, we, we love it. We love it when the crowds get into it. Love a little, little talking, a little chippy. They, uh, and OU, they, they love to they love to do the talking. And uh, So that was a really cool game. Um, went in down there, turned things around a little bit. And, uh, gosh, if I had my script in front of me or my, my – uh, Little tips and reminders that I have, I kept them all on track from each game. I could go through them real easy. Uh, and I think we went. Oh gosh, who was our next loss? We went out. We won out uh, pretty well. And I think. Oh, it was bye week. We go to go to Iowa State before the bye week. We win by one. Tough nose game, man. Iowa State playing in Ames is always super hard. It's just a tough environment to play in. Win by one. Then I believe we had a bye week, and then we come down to Old Fort Worth. Yes, sir. Which I mean, y'all got the better victory, so I'll give y'all that. I mean, we we technically beat y'all in that game, yeah. but in reality, I mean, if anybody watched that first half, that was really that was more just y'all kind of let off the gas more than anything, I guess you could say, because yeah. For some reason, I don't know what it was, but in, we were like this in Oklahoma State game. We were like mm-hmm. this in the Texas game. I mean, we, we we would give up huge leads and then somehow end up getting it back. But, I mean, obviously for y'all, y'all dealt with a little bit of injury issues and everything like that in that game as well. Yeah, that was tough. I mean, seeing, obviously, Adrian go down and then um, Will going down right before half, I believe it was. And we had uh, Rubley come in. And Rubes, I mean – Rube's balled out. He did his thing. Um, but, you know, that's always tough to ask a, a guy who's, you know, third string. And he was ready but to come in. But, I mean, especially in a big game like that, I think he stepped up and did everything he could. And, I, you know, I respect him and the entire team. I thought we did a really, really good uh, job competing. But, man, just the outcome wasn't what we wanted. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we that was, a, that was a hard-nosed game. And I think at that point we knew that it was going to be us and you guys hopefully battling it out at the end of the year. Man. Um, 
Yeah. And that, that TCU student section, I think it was a blackout game too. You guys' first blackout game or yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was our guys. blackout. Yeah. And I won't lie to y'all. There was, I don't know what, there was one fan. Cause I was, I was at that game. There was one mm-hmm. fan in the student section that just kept throwing stuff or whatever on the field. I want to make it known. <laughs> that is not how us TCU fans are. We do not oh, yeah. associate with him, but yeah, I mean, oh, y'all, gosh. y'all's fans were respectful. I mean, y'all, Y'all have a great, yeah. obviously, great environment, great fan base. Yeah. And that's one thing I've always liked about, you know, competing against y'all. And, I mean, it really showed in the Big 12 championship game because, my God, I didn't realize how good y'all travel when it's like a yeah, really dude, important K-State game. K-State travels, man. <laughs> I mean, we dude, travel. it was – but, I mean, just the traditions y'all have. Yeah, because y'all play that Star Wars theme song or whatever. I think when it's like, what, first down or something like that? First or second? Oh, we, yeah, we do, we do some different stuff. We do some some different things. It's But I'll tell you what's hard to beat is the old Hypnotoad. Well, Hypnotoad, he get your head there. That's that's hey, uh, res- a tough respect, one. Respect to you first off. Respect to you first off for that. And also, too, I got to ask you this too, Jace, because you are a defensive guy and everything like yep. that. Kid, could you please eliminate this whole little theory that people have that TCU purposely injures quarterbacks? Because I, I mean, oh gosh, dude, I think that was just that was just something that happened. I mean, I didn't even know about that until somebody brought it up to me. I was like. If you're playing, like, you don't notice. I, I, I think some free things might have happened, and, you know, so be it. But uh, in, in no way do I think any college player is out injuring people on purpose. I mean, especially, yeah, I, that's just, phew, yeah, yeah, no, I cannot I, believe that. <laughs> no, no, I, I appreciate it because, and obviously when we played Oklahoma, because I was, that was the week after that y'all had upset them on the yep. road because mm-hmm. they came down here to Fort Worth in which we dismantled them. Yeah. But Dylan Gabriel got a really scary hit to the head, which I yeah. will admit that was definitely very unnecessary by Jamoy, you know, hitting yeah. them like that. And that kind of started this whole trend of, oh, TCU, the injured quarterbacks, because I think the following week, Spencer Sanders came into that game, was already banged up, and then played horrible in the second half. Then the week after, obviously, go through Adrian, go through um, – will and then yeah it just, it just kept coming oh no we uh no after that oklahoma game we go on the road and play kansas and that was when kansas was five and oh oh yeah jane jane uh-huh. daniels was like Rolling. having his little heisman was, camping uh, yeah that was uh was that on that was game day wasn't it, it was college game yeah day. that was that was oh, that was at, uh like fox's big noon kickoff and everything they do yeah because i or no no that was game day you're right you're right my bad that was game day yeah yeah, and I just remember it. And I once I saw once once I saw Jaden go down with a shoulder injury, and I saw who landed on top of him, which was Joe Moy, the same one that laid the hit on uh Dylan. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I got to hear another week of these tweets about this you being dirty. But no, I mean, obviously, you know, for y'all, this is about you, <laughs> not about my team. But you know, obviously, y'all had an amazing season, no, and and obviously, it pays me to say, but y'all ended up being the better team in that Big Twelve championship game, yeah, and. Man. And, I mean, obviously, y'all's offense is incredible. Deuce, I mean, I think easily is a top five running back in all of college football. I don't – I mean, oh. I hate I hate the argument when people talk about size and everything like that. If if anybody out there has listened to this and you've never watched Deuce Vaughn, please turn on his highlights. Uh, was it the – yeah, no, it was the Big 12 championship game. He had that one run where he, he hit killed cut. Mark. He yeah. killed I'm, Mark, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to whoever it was, man, but he sat he him ki- down. I was like, he, he killed my guy. Hey, he killed my guy, Mark. Mark, I love you, man. I don't know if you're listening, but God, he, yeah, yeah he, he definitely had his number right there. And I mean, that just kind of show, you know, shows, you know, not necessarily the amount of talent y'all may get, but the fact that y'all are developed so well, right? Like you may not get oh. five star after five star after five star, but y'all get those really hungry three stars. And that's another reason why I like doing this is I like interviewing guys that are always overlooked, never really get counted in, always are counted out. And then end up becoming first and second round, you know, draft picks types. You know what I mean? So, and that's and that and that's exactly what Coach Kleiman he preaches because yeah. he doesn't want 
you know, the prima donna, prima donna five stars, which we're seeing a lot more nowadays, right? And that just goes to a credit. Yeah. I mean, guys. Oh, you go, you go, you go. Oh, no, I was just about to say, it just goes to credit, you know, what he's building up there in oh. Manhattan with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what Coach Conn preaches. I mean, um, obviously, you know, there's guys who don't fit in program. Not not in a bad way. Like, a program just might not fit you, you know, you know wherever you want to play, just whatever, you know, based on your decision. And, um, you know, it's just, and Coach Klein even talks about, you know, like, yeah, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to stay at K-State four years, you don't have to stay at K-State five years, but, like, you know, you, you come to K-State to be there for four or five years. Like, you know, you're, you're here to make that impact, be there, grind it out with your class. And I think that's what makes it so much more special. And, and no knock to those guys who move around a lot. Cause I mean, we've got guys that have moved around a lot and came to, uh, you know, K-State and balled out for us. And it's like, you know, we need those guys. And for those guys, that's their journey. And, you know, I love that. That's more, more power to them. But like, I just think there's, there's something special going on. I know at K-State, especially where it's, it's, it's somewhere you want to be, man. And, and even for those guys, when, as much as they probably say it, you probably heard it too. I mean, I was always told, you know, at some point when you go to college playing football, you know, there's going to be some point you love football now, but there's going to be some point in your career, you know, playing college where you're not going to love football. And it's those guys that you have around you when you hit that point that help you push you through that to where you, you make or break it, where, you know, you, you either cash in the chips or you keep grinding it out. And uh, I think that's part of the reason that I've been able to stick it out. I mean, that COVID season, man, I was looking at ways to try and graduate in three years, be done with football. I was like, I was, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and it was no, and it was, I mean, again, it wasn't because K State was bad. It was just, bro, it was like, I, I am not enjoying playing football. Like, this is miserable. There's no fun about this. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's that was mo- fun, obviously, at times, but there, I mean, it was just, it was miserable. So, yeah. And then back to that Big 12 game, but like, yeah, it was just an insane game, crazy experience. You know, again being on the field when the the goal ball gets, I was on the field goal unit back half the year, and man, seeing that ball get kicked to the uprights, uh, that's another thing that's gonna be seared in my mind. Uh, if you watch it, me and our, uh, I'm the right wing and the right tight end, Hayden Gillum. He's our starting center. The ball goes through the uprights. Me and him run to the end zone to celebrate, and we turn around. The whole team's already stormed the field, so me and Gilly are celebrating in the end zone like jumping on each other and we turn around and we see the rest of the team they're like oh we should probably go that way and we run back to everybody at the 50 um but yeah that was that was insane um crazy game uh i hats off to uh max gosh i mean after the game i kept saying dude that that's a dude who plays hard um crazy year for him too his whole journey um I thought he should have won the Heisman, me personally. Um, he was who I wanted to win. But, uh, yeah, dude, just just crazy game, crazy experience. Two great teams could have went either way. That goal line stop is probably going to go down in history at K-State. Uh, oh, man, that was uh, – If you look at it, um, that last play at the goal line stop, you have two kids who didn't take a snap prior to that, that play. That was their first play of the game. And then you have, I think, three true freshmen on the field with that. Man, and and once again, that and that's why I keep saying credit to Coach Klein and what he's doing because the fact that you have true freshmen that are prepared enough to go in, you know, that type of environment, you've got pretty much a sold-out crowd in the you know conference championship game, yeah. and you're able to stop one of the best running attacks in all of college football. Oh yeah, I mean that's just absurd. And no offense to Coach Riley, but I think once we once it was third and goal and fourth and goal literally on probably like the half half yard line and we didn't get mm-hmm. in. I literally, I, cause I was at the game. I literally left the stadium right after that. Cause I'm like, in case they won this game, there's no way that we didn't was, get in. And you know, that was kind of when I realized, okay, maybe it's going to be for the best that he leaves. And thankfully enough he did, but regardless, I mean, y'all, yeah. y'all deserve to win that game. Y'all wanted that more. And 
I mean, it showed, obviously, the way that y'all played through four quarters, because at the end of the day, you can have one great quarter, but if you have three bad quarters, just too little too late, and that's yeah, exactly what yeah. happened to us. And, you know, Jace, for y'all, now that the 2022 season's over with, now you're mm-hmm. going into another. Now you're going into next season, which obviously, you know, you won't you won't have Deuce, you won't have Felix, but still have a bunch of talent everywhere. You know, what are some of your expectations that you have for this Wildcat team in 2023? Yeah, so um, right now, currently for me, I'm kind of deciding if I'm coming back for my fifth year or not. Um, I'm I'm looking to possibly help in recruiting at K State, so I'll be up there still or coming back. I'm kind of need to make that decision quick though. Um, but do for next I mean next season we got a crazy freshman class coming in as well. You got Avery Johnson, um, who's gonna be a great addition to the quarterback room. You got a awesome OC and legendary quarterback at K State, Colin Klein in the QB room. Uh just another kid who's probably gonna you know, more develop him, Rubley, uh, Will, just all those guys. We got a stack QB room. Um and I I just think there's lots of Lots of potential for next year, you know. Uh, I think we've got a Florida State transfer running back. Um, haven't oh, Treshawn uh, Ward, I think. I think yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you know, I, I, I don't really fall. I don't get on Twitter much because I hated Twitter when I was in high school, seeing everybody get offers, and I wasn't getting offers. So I was like, you know, I can't, <laughs> yeah, I, can't I got on Twitter. So I stay off Twitter mostly. But then I saw that, I was like, oh man, like okay, we, we're getting a dog right now. All right, that's that's sweet. Um, but yeah, dude, we've we well, I think portal wise, uh, bringing in transfers and then freshman class. We have a good amount coming in early, um, try and get ready and prepare themselves and, uh, really looking forward to it. I, I think all the holes that, you know, quote unquote holes that might, might need to be filled will be filled. And I think, um, all the positions that we have, I, I think, I mean, I think I, I think it's another year where we find ourselves in the big 12 championship and a new year six bowl, hopefully at the end of the year, um, if everything goes right, people stay healthy. Um, I could, I could easily see the same uh, uh, outcomes this year. Hey, I got you. I got you. Well, Jace, man, I don't want to keep too much of your time, but I appreciate you, man, seriously, yeah. for coming on. I loved, you know, you giving some insight about K-State as long, you know, as well as talking a little bit about yourself and everything like that. And, you know, in regards to you, you know, wondering about if you should return for a fifth year, for me being a biased fan, you definitely should. I think that'd be great for you, obviously. <laughs> you know, you got a lot of other factors that go into it. But regardless, yeah, yeah. man, seriously, I absolutely love talking to you. I look forward to seeing what you and K-State do. Uh, in this upcoming season and you know also for everybody out there that wants to go show my guy uh jay some love which you definitely should i'm gonna leave all of his links and everything like that down below in the description of today's episode so make sure to go check him yep. out and jace before we head out is there anything you want to say man uh oh, i just want to say thank you for having me so much uh like you said going after the under recruited guys man the under recruited guys getting some uh, uh quote-unquote media attention is always awesome too um so so thank you for that and uh yeah, just thank you for your time. And, and any high school guys looking out there, man, K-State's the place to be. Or, or TCU, uh, you know, either or. I'm I, I appreciate the, the respect. I appreciate um, the respect. I got you. I got you. Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, just thank you for having me. And, um, yeah, if you ever need any questions or anything, man, just reach out to me. Like like was said, information will be below. And So, yeah, just thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you, Jason. I'll, I'll talk to you here in a little bit. Yep, sounds good. Thank you.